Michigan has more than 3,000 miles of Great Lakes coastline, but only 13 state-licensed commercial fishing businesses. And the few that are left say they're being forced out of business. We're about to lock up this industry and say goodbye. The DNR is enacting new rules to govern the industry, and some of the restrictions are severe. That's coming up on Points North, our show about the land, water, and inhabitants of the Upper Great Lakes. I'm Peter Payette. The Michigan Fish Producers Association is suing the Department of Natural Resources. They say the state agency is trying to destroy their industry. Lexi Krupp reports that if they hang up their nets, the entire Great Lakes whitefish market could collapse. It's been a warm winter in the Great Lakes. That means Bob Rouleau would normally be out fishing. It's an unheard of January. There's no ice cover, nice weather. Bob fishes on Lake Michigan out of Menominee. His family has been doing this for seven generations. Only this year, he's not allowed to fish. He doesn't have a permit. I'm shut down. I'm losing tens of thousands of dollars a day right now by not being able to fish. It's sad. It's very sad. Usually the state renews his license in December, but that never happened. Last month, the Department of Natural Resources announced changes to fishing industry rules, new regulations that many fishers say will put them out of business. For years, the state has pushed to update the laws that govern commercial fishing. They're from way back in 1929. Dan Eichinger, the director of the DNR, supported a set of bills introduced last year. The purpose of the legislation is not to drive out the commercial fishing industry, but it is to provide some modernization to how we're managing that fishery and how we're managing that industry. And he's not alone. A lot of people involved in sports fishing want more regulation. Changes like raising licensing fees and fines for commercial fishers. The commercial fishing industry isn't putting a dime in any of this stuff. As far as the cost, the fish, biology, the law enforcement, we as sportsmen are paying for all of that. That's Bill Winowaki, president of the Michigan Charter Boat Association. And he says the bigger problem for commercial fishing is that there are fewer fish in the lake, especially whitefish. That's how commercial fishers make most of their money. Somewhere along the line, if the lakes aren't producing the fish, maybe the commercial fishing industry isn't sustainable. But the proposed legislation has made it even less sustainable. State Senator Ed McBroom says the bills did nothing for the industry. It was this very significant increase in fees and regulations without any sort of modification to current practices. He chairs the state Senate's Natural Resources Committee and spent the summer working to come up with a compromise between the DNR and the fishing industry. Ed proposed more than 100 amendments, but he says the agency wouldn't consider any of them. Here he is talking to a DNR representative at a hearing in December. There's zero support for a single amendment that I suggested. At, at this time, we, due to the complexity of the legislation, as you're well aware of, it, it's difficult for us to sign on to any of the amendments because it would take weeks to determine whether or not there's going to be a cascade of impact of any of those amendments. So the legislation didn't pass. And then the DNR took a dramatic step. First, they didn't issue any commercial fishing licenses. Then they said that they would follow the existing fishing law as closely as possible, the one from back in 1929. 
That means no fishing in water deeper than 80 feet, no catching whitefish in October and November in Lake Michigan, and a few other restrictions. Dennis Van Lenshoot, the president of a fishing company in Munising, says that would spell the end of commercial fishing. The whole industry is out of business at that 80 feet. We won't even put our boats in the lake. So in response, Michigan's commercial fishers sued the state. They're arguing that the changes are because of politics. These people are having their livelihoods held hostage by the department because of their position on some political issue here in Lansing. Mike Perry is the attorney representing the fishing industry. To him, this is a clear violation of First Amendment rights. I've been working in Lansing for a long time. I personally have never seen anything like this happen with any agency in the state. Denise Purvis, who manages Purvis Fisheries in Ontario, has also been shocked by what she's been hearing from this side of the border. It's crazy what they've done overnight to just finish those. Like It's like you don't care about business. And she says this is an issue for everyone buying and selling fish in the Great Lakes because it's a really small industry. All the fishing boats rely on each other to meet demand. If they remove Michigan out of this situation, there won't be enough whitefish guys left in Ontario to supply those New York and Chicago markets. Without a steady supply of whitefish, Denise says most of her big customers will find other fish to sell, like cod or haddock or species from aquaculture farms. If the order stands, fresh whitefish might be hard for anyone to come by this year. Lexi Krupp is our science and conservation reporter here at Interlochen Public Radio. That's Points North for this week. I'm Peter Payette. You can join us each Friday on IPR News during Morning Edition or search for Points North wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay safe and have a great weekend. Thank you.